when the end, when the end, W Hey, hey, what's up, friends and fellow wisdom seekers, fellow truth seekers, haters, doubters, skeptics, whoever, anyone is welcome here the Brave New World Order podcast, straight out the catacombs of podcasting. I am Brandon St. One. Thank you all for tuning in. Today, I am going to do a current events somewhat deep dive because I feel like we're being psyoped from left to right, up and down, from every angle. There's been so much going on, and I haven't really been able to do a current events episode. So, I want to just throw it all out there, everything that's going on, and I really think it's being done on purpose. So I'm going to talk about all the different news stories that are kind of being just fucking, we're just being bombarded with them. So I'm going to talk about all the different stories that I haven't been able to talk about, but I'm not going to go into each one individually, like real deep. I'm just going to talk about, I'm just going to list them all, and then I'm going to bring up a story by... This Twitter user named Donnie Darkened, who claims that Donald Trump is the Antichrist, and all of this is happening on purpose to usher in the new world order and everything. So I'm going to dive into that because it does align with everything that's going on now, and it's very interesting. So right now I'm recording this on Sunday, March 12th. On Friday, Silicon Valley Bank just collapsed. People are wondering what's going to happen on Monday, the 13th, and tomorrow. And it seems like this is all being done on purpose. I mean, people have been talking about this, you know, the central bank currency, and they first have to tank the current one, current financial system to usher in this new thing. This might be what's coming. I don't know. I'm not, you know, trying to get anybody all wired up or anything like that. But it seems like there's so much going on. And the banks are definitely in trouble. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens tomorrow when the stock market opens up. So I'm going to go off a little bit into some stuff and just try to figure out what's going on or just analyze what's going on and talk about it. Because there is just like a shitstorm of news. So thank you all once again for joining me. Before we get into the nitty gritty, please take a second to follow, subscribe, like. Share this if you like the Brave New World Order podcast. The best way to get this out there is to share, to leave a review, like, follow, get the algorithm going. I really appreciate it. Reach out if you want to say what's up. Email me, the Brave New World Order podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brave NWO Podcast. And if you really like what I'm doing here, you want to help support the show. There are a couple of links in the show notes. I really appreciate it. Each and every one of you out there helping out, sharing, following. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It really means a lot to me. Much love to you all. So let's get into the goods. Enough of that self-promotion BS. But at least I don't make you sit through boring advertisements for some products that nobody really wants, right? So let's get through all these stories here. We got the Twitter files, right? What are the Twitter files? If you don't know, Twitter 
was bought by Elon Musk. You probably know that unless you're under a rock somewhere, a cave in Plato's cave, still looking at the shadows. So since he bought it, lots of information has come out about government colluding and trying to censor people, everybody from politicians to YouTubers to doctors. And also during the 2020 presidential election, the Hunter Biden laptop story, all that stuff. And just this week, which was the week, uh, the first week of March 2023, if anybody listens to this later and doesn't jump on it right away. This week, Matt Taibbi, who's a journalist, and Michael Schellenberger, who were involved in the releasing of the Twitter files, they testified in front of the Senate or the House or whatever. They testified in front of the fucking government, and it was a shit show, but it just showed clearly that there is a risk of, you know, First Amendment violations, all this shit. It was nuts. Check it out. There's a lot of clips online. So that's happening. And then, you know, obviously, there's Ukraine, Russia going on. And there was also revelations about January 6th and about the guy, the shaman, the QAnon shaman. And he didn't seem to be like the leader of anything. And also maybe, you know, a lot of people that got in trouble just walked into open doors and they were led maybe by police. Lots of stuff has come out about that. Go check that out for yourselves as well. I'm not saying anything. It was definitely a shit show in theater, but you can have your own opinions about all that. My whole point is to just show all the different stories and psyops that are just being like launched at us all at once and how it is very hard for anyone really to make sense of what is actually going on. So another thing, obviously, is the Nord Stream pipeline that got blown up. There's bunch of stuff coming out about that i did an episode about that previously check that out i read the story that the seymour hirsch the journalist wrote about how the united states was probably involved in that check that episode out another thing like i said earlier in the episode is the silicon valley bank that just collapsed on friday march 10th 2023 for those listening later on and that's a big deal and then the weekend came, and nobody really knows what's going to happen on Monday, the 13th of March. Everybody's kind of on edge. Some people might, right now, I don't know, be out there taking their money out of banks. And that's going to definitely lead to some catastrophic results. So there is just so much stuff going on. Then there's the politics of everything with, you know, drag time, story hour, and the LGBTQ issues that are going back and forth that's obviously there to divide everybody and get each other at each other's throats, not looking at these people running the show here. They might not even be running the show, but the people that are puppets in place to look like they're running the show. So fight with each other about all these things. And then rituals at the Super Bowl, rituals at awards ceremonies. Even some normie lefty people are starting to see these things and say, wait, wait a minute. I'm, I consider myself like a liberal, but I don't know if I'm quite down with all of this. And, of course, there are still the people that will will follow their side, whether it be the left all the way to the left or the right all the way to the right till they meet in the middle somewhere. And that's definitely, that happens a lot. So, but I see a lot of people definitely start questioning, like, is this really, like, what we want on TV, like, for the Grammys and stuff? I don't know. I don't really care. I don't watch that shit, so... Not my fight, not my hill to die on or anything, but I'm just talking about it because it's being talked about. And I think it's part of the psyops and division and to get us to fight with each other. And I also do think there is symbolism in all involved in all that stuff too. So 
I mean, the entertainment industry in Hollywood is definitely corrupted by some dark forces. But that doesn't mean I want some like ultra right authoritarian puritanical government to come in and start like, you know, cleaning house and doing some crazy shit. I don't want to be involved in that at all because I definitely think there is a big threat of the pendulum swinging the other direction and we become like some, you know, super Christian, ultra puritanical, you know, come to your house when you jerk off, kick the door in, say they're doing God's work. I don't know. I don't want to be involved with that. I want people to, to be able to do whatever they want. But I say, just keep the kids out of it, I guess, because I think that's that's kind of evil when you start bringing kids into some shit that they shouldn't even be like, that even like adults have a hard time discussing with other adults. And I think that might be, you know, it's being done on purpose, possibly to have people request the swift backlash in the other direction. So I don't know. It's part, it's why I want to talk about this stuff. I think it's part of the psyop, part of the division. And one more thing, final thing before I get into the main story that I want to talk about is watch out on the Twitter algorithm. Obviously, watch out with that stuff because it will give you people that you don't follow and start feeding things. One example is uh, Stu Peters. I don't know if you know who he is. I don't follow him. I don't pay attention to anything that guy really does ever. I talked about the Watch the Water documentary when I started the podcast last year because I was out there, but I don't follow him like whatsoever on Twitter. I don't mention him. I don't do anything that has anything to do with that guy. And he's always at the top of my feed. Some reason. Why would like one like a big time conspiracy theorist be put to the top of my feed or anybody's feed if they would like if he was really who he is? I think he might be a snake in the grass, controlled op. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to him. I don't care. My whole point is that the Twitter algorithm is shady as fuck. It also gives me fights. People fighting. Regular people fighting at the, all the time in the st- at the stores, on the, in the streets, car accidents, people crashing each other, road rage incidents. It makes you think that the world is crazy, right? And I think that it may have gotten my head a little bit because I've just been like, yo, people are acting crazy. So I, I go out to the store. I just keep my head down. I don't bother with people and stuff because I'm like, oh, people are acting nuts right now. And that's based off of like what I see on Twitter and like everybody falls for this shit once in a while. Right. So I see all this stuff on Twitter and I think that maybe I might be manifesting some shit in my real life because two times this past week, once I was at Walmart and I was in an aisle by myself. And on the other side, on the other aisle, I heard these two people start getting into it, a woman and a man, and they were strangers and they just started yelling at each other and it got pretty heated. And I was just in the other aisle, like I'm not going near this. And then just yesterday, I was driving, and there was right in front of me, a car stopped, one guy got out, the other guy stayed in, the other guy started to try to drive away, One the, the angry dude started banging on his window, trying to open the door, I drove around them, but there was a red light, and they were getting close to me, the crazy madman guy was right next to me, and I was like, get the fuck away from me, and he was looking at me, like, with his hands up, like, asking for help or some shit, and they, like, it was crazy. So I was like, I'm out of here. I got the fuck away from that situation. But I don't know. Maybe you start seeing some shit on Twitter and then you say, oh, man, the world's crazy. I'm going to go out in the world, keep my head down because I don't want to get involved in anything. But then it comes to you because you thought about it and you've been thinking about how shit's fucking heating up and people are just like ready to snap. So I don't know. It's a possibility. I don't know. 
probably just a coincidence, but I may be, you know, everything is mental, like the Kybalion says, you know, check out the Kybalion. I read it in two parts. Go check that out if you're new to the show, you know, without going off on too much of a rant, I think that our minds are a lot more powerful than we think, and sometimes we can manifest some energies out there in the world and attract some shit by accident, not even meaning to, who knows. Or it's maybe because the banks are going to collapse and shit and everybody's fucking flipping out. Either one, I just wanted to talk about it. I just because Elon Musk is definitely one of the players in the game. He's one of the characters in the stage play that we are all being forced to participate in. So these are some of the psyops that I think are being directed at us, some of the things to keep an eye out for. And I just wanted to bring all these things up and talk about it before I got into the main story, which is about Donald Trump possibly being the Antichrist. And all of this is happening so that he can come back and usher in the new world order. And this is a theory put out by Donnie Darkened on Twitter. Not me. I don't subscribe to this. I am just looking at it and I like it. It's interesting. So let's look at it. Come along with me. Let's dive into the abyss. All right. I'm going to read through this Donnie Darkened Twitter thread. And he believes, it's right here, I'm reading right from the front page of his Twitter profile, that Donald Trump is the chosen Antichrist. They have been foreshadowing this for centuries. Here is the proof. And it says to read the pin thread before interacting with his profile. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through it. And I'll expand a little bit, too, on some interesting characters that pop up that I would like to dive deeper into on this show anyway in the future such as Aleister Crowley and Jack Parsons. And L. Ron Hubbard pops up in this too, which is pretty fucking hilarious. So we're going to dive into this. And before I do, I just, I know I have to say this because it's 2023 and everybody's lost their goddamn minds. It's just because I talk about something doesn't mean that I am 100% subscribing to everything that is being said by this person or anything. I just find it interesting that it's out there. And there are some things that seem to align with what's happening currently. So I just want to talk about it. Doesn't mean I'm I'm like all in on anything. It's just interesting stuff. So come along, open your minds, open your eyes a little to some crazy shit. It's fun. And we're going to dive into it. So let's do it now that I got that out of the way. So he posted this on February 5th of 2022. And his story is that he is a Christian, and he was a Trump supporter, all-in MAGA, Christian, Republican, and he came to some awakening, and he posted this stuff on Twitter. So it starts with the rise, the wound, and the return of Donald Trump, a case for the biblical Antichrist. And it has a picture of Trump with, like, a fucking the earth on fire and planes and Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence, and some other dude. I'm not sure who that is. Definitely check this out for yourself so you can see all the visual parts of it. So it goes on to say, 70 years, 7 months, and 7 days after Trump's birth, he would be inaugurated as the 45th President of the United States. 7 months after his inauguration, the Great American Eclipse would occur on August 21st, 2017, and would divide the U.S. in half in a 7-year period. So there is an eclipse on, that happened on August 21st, 2017 that went across the United States from Oregon all the way down 
across through like multiple states and then it went out to the Atlantic Ocean through like one of the Carolinas or something. And then there's another eclipse that's coming April 8th, 2024. And that one's going to crisscross. And that's like a makes an X right across the United States right there through Illinois. And uh, I'll just keep reading the thread, but that's just the what's what he's showing with these total solar eclipses. And I guess they do really refer to that one as the Great American Eclipse. And that's the one I don't know if you guys remember that Donald Trump looked up at. They made a big deal about it without any like the you know, the glasses or the, the blinders or whatever you're supposed to wear. So you don't burn your eyeballs. So he goes on to say that 2017 eclipse also passes through seven cities named Salem. The 2024 eclipse passes through seven cities named Salem as well. Jerusalem was also called Salem in Genesis and Psalms. There are many other mysteries and connections with the eclipses. Pretty good. So next thread says on the 14th of June, 1946, during a blood moon. This is where it gets really fucking wild, right? Donald Drake Trump was born in Queens, New York. Infamous occultist Aleister Crowley sent a letter to fellow Thelemite John McMurdy that the members, Jack Parsons, Elron Hubbard, and others were producing a moon child. So let's dive into exactly what that is all about, right? Real quick, little side side story here. Moonchild was actually a novel written by Aleister Crowley that is about a child being born during an eclipse. And that child is like the deciding person between a battle of white magicians and black magicians so these people like jack parsons who if you don't know who jack parsons is here a little quick thing about him jack parsons was a scientist but also a fucking lunatic and this is i'm just going to read this off wikipedia without going too deep into each person but he was an American rocket engineer, chemist, and Thelemite occultist. So he and L. Ron Hubbard in 1946, the same year that Donald J. Trump was born, actually performed rituals, sex magic rituals, to try to produce a moon child based off of what Aleister Crowley was talking about. So before we go deep into the moon child ritual and all that shit, let's look at jack parsons real quick a little more so you can see exactly how how like he was real deep in the government and stuff like with contracts for rocket science and nasa took on his jet propulsions lab which he created and it's still around to this day so he's not just some dude who was just some crazy guy in the 40s and 50s i mean these people were connected to like government and shit and they were doing some fucking wild rituals and sex rituals and who knows if some of these rocket type science stuff has to do with releasing some kind of energies and shit and entity related type stuff i don't fucking know jack parsons did blow himself up in some kind of accident or some people said that were close to him that he was trying to create a homunculus which is like a, a small creature human-like creature entity born from some kind of magic. I mean, that's a whole nother episode in itself right there, but that's just a little bit of information about Jack Parsons and what he was into. So sometime in 1945, L. Ron Hubbard 
famously known for Scientology, created the Church of Scientology. If you don't know who he is, pretty sure most people do. So I'm not going to get into too much of a biography of him. He's just a fucking cult leader that left a legacy that somehow became a legit religion. But everybody knows that it's a cult, but it's still out there. It's weird. Weird, weird group of people, all mostly celebrities and rich people. But anyway, he met up with Jack Parsons. L. Ron Hubbard, Jack Parsons get together. L. Ron Hubbard moves in with Parsons at a place called the Parsonage. And around this time, it says in December of 1945, Parsons began a series of rituals based on Enochian magic, during which he masturbated onto magical tablets accompanied by Sergei Progofiev's second violin concerto. That guy, Sergei, I'm not going to try that name again, put you through that. He was like a famous and one of the most famous violinists of the time. And I guess he's still known amongst people who follow that kind of shit, which I never heard of him. But anyway, so this is what he called Babylon working. Jack Parsons, so... He hoped to bring about the incarnation of Thelemite goddess Babylon onto Earth. He allowed Hubbard to take part as his scribe, believing that he was particularly sensitive to detecting magical phenomena. This sounds a lot like John D. and Edward Kelly. I did an episode on that way back in the beginning last year when I started the podcast, and I definitely plan on diving into John D. because he's one of the most fascinating characters in occult history and everything and definitely his legacy his long lasting too so this sounds a lot like those two guys though edward kelly and and john d the way they were fucking around with Enochian magic and and tablets and shit in the 1500s they were probably jerking off all over shit too it seems like with occult practices you're either fucking jerking off all over everything and fucking everything or you don't you abstain and you hold that shit in for like fucking years. That energy, that fucking kundalini. Is there any middle ground anywhere? Jeez, right? And it says here, as described by Richard Metzger, who is a television host and author. He was the host of the TV show Disinformation. So I guess he covered this whole situation. And he said, Parsons jerked off in the name of spiritual advancement while Hubbard scanned the astral plane for signs and visions. So you can see what these guys were all about. So it says, their final ritual took place in the Mojave Desert in late February 1946, during which Parsons abruptly decided that his undertaking was complete. On returning to the parsonage, he discovered that Marjorie Cameron, an unemployed illustrator and former Navy wave, had come to visit. Oh, Navy Wave is a woman's reserve for the Navy. She had come to visit, and just by her showing up, he believed her to be the elemental woman and, and the manifestation of Babylon that he had invoked in his early rituals. So in March, he began performing sex magic rituals with Cameron, who acted as his scarlet woman while Hubbard continued to participate as the person that wrote it all down and documented it all. So Cameron, she didn't know that she was this scarlet woman. Everybody that lived in this occult house of horrors uh, knew what they were up to, but apparently she was ignorant and naive to the whole situation. 
but she said that she saw a UFO and that was enough for him who he thought that was like a materialization of Babylon. So inspired by Crowley's novel Moon Child, Parsons and Hubbard aim to magically fertilize a magical child through immaculate conception, which when born to a woman somewhere on Earth, nine months following the working's completion, would become the Thelemic Messiah embodying Babylon. To quote Metzger again, the purpose of the Babylon working was a daring attempt to shatter the boundaries of space and time, facilitating, according to Parsons, the emergence of Thelema's Eon of Horus. When Cameron departed for a trip to New York, Parsons retreated to the desert where he believed that a prematernal entity psychographically provided him with Liber 49, which represented a fourth part of Crowley's The Book of Law, The Book of the Law, the primary sacred text of Thelema, as well as part of a new sacred text he called The Book of Babylon. Crowley was bewildered and concerned about this whole situation, and I've heard some things about them getting into like an actual showdown where Crowley went and they fought, but that's for another episode. So that's just a little bit of this moon child ritual that Donnie Darkin speaks of on his Twitter thread when he refers to Donald Trump, who was born that year on the 14th of June during a blood moon eclipse. So moving on in the thread, it says QAnon, Space Force, Coronavirus, The Storm, Warp Speed, The Rise of Alien UFOs, The Black Cube. Donald means world ruler in Scottish Gaelic, and Trump means the usurping ace. And then it shows Time Magazine cover with Donald Trump looking in the mirror with a crown. And then also The Economist, The World in 27, says Planet Trump. Also has the tarot cards on the cover of the magazine. Right next to the tower is Judgment with Donald Trump sitting on the earth. So that's interesting. Definitely check this out, like I said, so you can see the visuals. And then moving on, he references the moon child again, says the moon child is the secular Masonic chosen one that is the biblical antichrist. And then it shows a cover of the moon child books by Aleister Crowley. And then it says in the years since Masonic Hollywood has released scores of iconic films featuring arcane esoteric references to Donald Trump himself and waving him in with the lore of other related events of deep occult importance. I have posted hundreds of, of examples on this account. So he posted hundreds of examples on the account. Check them out for yourselves. He has Donnie Darko, the movie, and there's some Back to the Future references. I'll try to get into that a little bit too if I have some time to at the end of this. So he goes on to say, there is a fascinating connection with Donald Trump to the numbers 88, 777, 888, and 911. 700 days after Trump's birth, the modern state of Israel would be promptly founded on May 14th of 1948. And then he goes and shows a picture of Donald Trump when he visited the Western Wall that is also known as the Wailing Wall. And he was the first president to do so, I believe on May 22nd, 2017, which I think was also the day of the Manchester bombing, which 
has all types of occult connections and possibilities attached to it too. But let's move on. He also shows a picture of the coin that was minted about the Abraham Accords. And that's some pretty interesting symbolism on that as well. Moving on, Donnie Darkin says the great American solar eclipse, which I mentioned earlier, entered over the 33rd state and exiting over the 33rd parallel. Trump looked up and watched it from the White House without any eclipse shades. On the second anniversary of the great American eclipse on August 21st, 2019, Donald Trump made the proclamation, I am the chosen one, and went on that same day to tweet that he likened himself to the second coming of God and the king of Israel, which are all extreme blasphemies. Take a listen to the clip for yourselves. Here you go. I am the chosen one. China's made $500 billion. $500 billion. Ripped it out of the United States. And not only that, if you take a look, intellectual property theft. Add that to it. And add a lot of other things to it. So somebody, excuse me, somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. Somebody had to do it. So I'm taking on China. I'm taking on China on trade. And you know what? We're winning. So there you go. There he is saying he's the chosen one. Talking about China, but maybe there's more to it. Donnie Darkin definitely thinks so. So he continues on and says, On October 15, 2017, Donald Trump made a cryptic remark saying that the time represented the calm before the storm. When asked by a reporter what he meant, he said, you'll find out, and winked his eye. So, yeah, if you know about the QAnon bullshit that was going on, and still going on, some people still hanging on to that, God bless you. If you are, I still just think it's a psyop, but that's just my opinion, and I think there's some truth in it too, so I think there it is worth looking at some of the information, but to... To follow something and where we go, one we go all and the, the calm before the storm and all this shit. I'm not so convinced. I think it's part of this plan, maybe. Psyop. Diversion. Loop in child and human trafficking altogether into something kind of nuts. I've said it before about Q. That's what I think. But let's move on here. Donald Trump has also cryptically spoken the snake poem, multiple times to his followers at his rallies. The final line that Trump heavily emphasizes after the woman receives the vicious bite is, you knew damn well I was a snake before you let me in. And that poem is the snake poem that is, was written by civil rights activist Oscar Brown Jr. in 1963. It's about a woman who tends to a sick snake, nurtures it back to health, only for the snake to bite her in the bed. So he references that, or referenced that in this clip. Listen to it here. If I hadn't brought you in by now, oh heavens, you would have died. She stroked his pretty skin again and kissed him and held him tight. But instead of saying thank you, that snake gave her a vicious bite. Take me in, O oh tender woman. 
Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, O tender woman. Side the vicious sake. I have saved you, cried the woman. And you've bitten me, heavens, why? You know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Oh, shut up, silly woman, said the reptile with a grin. You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. Okay, interesting stuff. Just for some context to, I think he was referring to um, immigration when he was saying this stuff about the snake. But definitely lots of symbolism and underlying hitting meanings and all this stuff. Keep that in mind as we move further along in this thread here where it says, when asked by political commentator Frank Lutz if he ever asked God for forgiveness, he coldly responds, that's a tough question, and goes on to say that he identifies as a Protestant and that his pastor was the late, great Norman Vincent Peale, who was a 33rd degree Freemason, who also wrote the book The Power of Positive Thinking, and Donnie Darkin posted a clip from the Alberta Freemason. It's an article. And it's from February 2007 about Norman Vincent Peale. You can read that for yourselves. I'm not going to read it here. It's not that interesting. It's kind of long. So let's keep moving on. He dodges the original question. So Luntz asks him again if he asks God for forgiveness. Trump then gives a smug look and responds sharply that he doesn't and that he just goes on from sinning without repentance and tries to do better himself. Disturbingly, Trump goes on to say that he does not bring God into that picture. He then proceeds to mock the Holy Communion in the spirit of the Antichrist. When he lifts his hand up to his mouth a second time when describing the drinking of the water, he performs the 666 hand gesture. And there's like a two-minute clip here with the interview and a picture of him still doing the 666 hand gesture. And if you know what that is, and if you don't know what that is, you can look it up. The Freemasonic, it's also, they do it over their eye, the one eye sign. There's thousands of pictures of celebrities doing it. And it's also a symbol that got inverted and kind of twisted into the Q movement and the white supremacy movement. It's something that they use and flash to one another. And it's definitely not the only time that Trump does it. He does it all the time when he talks to, when he's making points and shit. I don't know if he's doing the the symbol or if it's just something people do when they talk to make points they put their hand in that like you know the okay and that's supposedly a six because it makes three sixes six 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 so let's keep moving here donnie darkin says the sinister QAnon cult movement began in the dark depths of the web during trump's rise to power on the u.s presidential campaign trail it has since become a worldwide grassroots movement with fervent, maniacal followers perceiving Trump as a messianic figure who is the one that is destined to take down the satanic pedophile globalists and save America, even the whole world itself. Trump himself tweeted this video on January 3rd, 2020, long after losing an election he has never since admitted defeat to. And then in parentheses, he puts elections are not real in the first place. So Donnie Darkin knows what's up. And there's a video that says, I'm not going to play it, any of it, because it's just a video with music, but you can check it out. But right there, the beginning, it says, fight for Trump, 
save America, save the world. So just a few more examples. Donnie Darkin is laying out for you. Let's keep moving. He is always provocatively hinting to his followers a return to power. And then there's, he posts his books, Trump, The Art of the Deal, and Trump, The Art of the Comeback is a book, another book that he wrote. So on 4-29-21, so April 29th, 2021, Donald Trump proclaimed himself as the father of the vaccine. Under Trump's tenure as president, Operation Warp Speed was procured to usher in the coronavirus vaccines to the world. And on May 15th, 2020, Trump liking, likened this development project to the second Manhattan Project. And then there's some, there's the coin again. And there's the Operation Warp Speed logo. Take a look at this stuff for yourselves for real because it has a, a cube with a coronavirus in it. So interesting. And then it says the logo for Trump's Operation Warp Speed features a coronavirus molecule representing the Corona Gate and the Saturn's Cube, representing Donald's desire to lead humanity through warp speed into combat against God in heaven by issuing the Mark of the Beast and kickstarting the New World Order in preparation for the invasion of Jesus Christ and his army at the Second Coming in parentheses, who they will say is likely an alien threat. That's some shit, right? So, Donnie Darkin's really putting it out there. He goes on to say the Abraham Accord coin, which is the Antichrist's peace plan with Israel. Notice that Saturn, in connection with the cube, is at the tip of the sword. The false peace dove is heading to God as a signal that the endgame war of the great tribulation is ready to commence. And there's some pictures there for you to look at of the Abrahamic cord coin and a piece of, I think this picture is from the Denver airport. If you don't know about that, check that out. There's some stuff there. Google the Denver airport. Look at all the paintings and the symbolism at that place. There's a lot of YouTube videos about people talking about it. Crazy stuff. So he has some pictures there from that. So let's keep moving with this thread. Donald Trump is infamous for throwing his signature 666 hand gesture and has done it countless times. The other gestures done often by Trump are the index figure pointing up to heaven and the thalamic fire gesture. So I got ahead of him a little bit and I mentioned about how Donald Trump does that fucking hand symbol all the time too. So he mentions it. The elite. 2019 Via Reggio Parade in Italy featured a massive living image of Donald Trump that featured a rotating body, shifting eyes, and a moving clawed hand. The Trump statue held a flaming sword that read Dazi Vostri, meaning your duties. Definitely check these pictures out. I saw that online too. You can go look at video of that. It's crazy giant thing with a claw and he's like reaching out and moving. Very wild. The hilt of this sword featured the all-seeing eye in the triangle, an infamous Masonic symbol of Yahweh El, who is God, with the Saturnian eight-pointed star. Lower down is a crescent moon. Both depictions make the star and crescent as an iconic divinity symbol. Check these pictures out for yourselves. So crazy. Notice Trump in the top left corner throwing the devil horns, 666, and fire gestures. And he has... A picture here, 
Donald Trump doing the symbols that he mentions, as well as, like I said earlier, a bunch of celebrities doing the exact same thing from photo shoots throughout the years. Check it out. I always say that because I hope, and it seems like from, you know, emails and different people reaching out to me that you are like me when you hear different stuff on podcasts, that you dive into it a little deeper for yourselves too, because there's everything is multi-layered. There's so much that it, you can't cover everything on just like a podcast. So I hope that you guys are taking some of this stuff in and are going to go look at these threads and also dive more into like these hand gestures and all that stuff too, because it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty wild. It's pretty interesting. Let's keep going here. The 9-11-2001 attacks was the great Masonic harbinger of the day of the storm. That is the end of the world. Donald Trump is closely woven into this mystery with many iconic films making key homages to Donald Trump, who is the Antichrist. couple pictures here. One is from the movie Donnie Darko. And then another one from Time Magazine. It says Stormy on there. Donald Trump's sitting in the White House and there's waves and wind blowing his hair all over the place and papers flying around. Storm up ahead, above him. It says Stormy right underneath Time Magazine. Okay, so let's keep going. Trump equals 88 in Gematria, I, I think he's referring to. Code 88 is found in relation to the Twin Towers, which represent the Masonic Twin Pillars standing for the sun and the moon. Both combined make the eclipse. That is the open gate of God. The Saturn's cube is directly tied with this. This is something, Saturn, that I hope that you all dive into a little bit deeper, and I hope to do episode on it multiple episodes probably because it's like infinite so saturn the black cube symbolism the hexagon that's permanently there on the planet symbolism goes all the way back to the ancients and the possibility that they worshiped saturn as our sun it might have been our sun at one point who knows shout out to melissa if you're listening to this episode she sent me some awesome videos and interesting information about Saturn and the possibility of it being the ancient sun. And I am definitely going to go deep as I can. And I'm going to put something out about this in the future. But in the meantime, I hope that you all taken some notes and definitely look into what I'm about to say here. So Donnie Darkin posts some pictures here that is all about the Saturn's cube symbolism that's all over the place in our country all over the world masonic symbols so check that out for yourself so you can see you can get the visual and then he goes on to say the saturn's cube is directly tied with this as it represents the source of god in the high heaven through the gate the manhattan trump tower entrance and the kaaba of mecca both represent saturnian black cube with gold Check out the pictures that he posted and definitely dive e deep into the Kaaba. And you can see how the Kaaba, the black cube, when they dance around that thing and spiral all around that thing, how much it looks like the hexagon and the black cube that is on Saturn, the planet itself. It's pretty wild stuff. Like I said, I hope you all look into it a little more too for yourself so you can see. That's what this is all about. So let's keep moving on. Trump at the ground zero site. My building, Trump Tower, is now the tallest. 
That's what he said. Trump's vain Twin Towers 2 plan and Trump on the news radio during the attacks saying that he watched the attacks from his tower. And he posts some pictures of Trump being involved in the whole 9-11 situation. So that's the end of the main thread that he says to check out before going any deeper. And there is a lot more on his Twitter. Check it out for yourselves. There's lots of interesting symbolism, videos, stuff to watch that ties in more of this. Thanks for going along on that journey with me. Just having an open mind and looking at what's out there and what some theories are some people have. So Donnie Darkened on Twitter, he put that out there. I didn't come up with this. And I'm not trying to recruit anybody into any way of thinking or anything. Just have an open mind and look what's going on in the world and make up your own minds about things. And if anything, it's just really interesting. Even if it's nothing. Even if it's just people making connections to things that aren't really there. Who knows? I think there's way too many coincidences involved in all these players in the game, in the theater of the world. So, and in politics, all the world's a stage, right? And I'm just watching. So, thanks for coming along again on that journey. Going deep down, 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 down into the abyss. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode, everyone. And if you did, please take a second to subscribe, like, follow, share this with your friends and your family and random people, anybody out there. Help the Brave New World Order podcast crack that algorithm and grow to new heights. And I appreciate each and every one of you just joining me here. If you want to help support the show, if you like what I'm doing, you can click one of the links in the show notes. I greatly appreciate it. I appreciate each and every one of you coming along with me on this journey, dissecting this reality. I got so much more to dive into. I got one more Emerald Tablets of Thoth Atlantean coming up. If you haven't listened to any of those please go back and listen to them because i got the grand finale coming up as well as more deep dives into what's happening currently and many other things so thank you all so much for joining me here today on the brave new world order podcast i will see you soon in the meantime think positive stay positive think for yourself question everything much love peace